0: Alright Eat Nation, we have a couple things that are just awesome offers for you guys. First off, I just want to say, if you haven't heard of Nitrogen Sports, it is one of the most innovative sports betting sites out there in the world. Let's say you live in one of the states where sports betting is illegal, uh, this is for you because what you do is you're allowed to bet here and it pays you out in Bitcoin and then I can hear some of you guys saying well that's confusing it's not Uh, there are things like cash app that you can transfer your Bitcoin out automatically it's very easy and you don't have to wait on a check coming in the mail three weeks later it is instantaneous they have sports betting for everything Uh, obviously the major sports but all the way down to things like cricket and archery and lots of other things so all you got to do is type in nitrogen sports or go to nitrogen sports.eu and it's the best time to get into bitcoin betting this month because again they are offering their biggest over $75,000 in guaranteed prizes for nfl survivor pools which if you've never done a survivor pool it's an absolute blast so head over to nitrogen sports.eu and get started today let them know your friends over at eat sleep fantasy sent you there good luck
1: Eat, sleep, fantasy.
2: All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Miami Dolphins and Tequila of Fantasy Football Podcasts. One of those
0: things is good, the other one is the Dolphins.
2: My name is Christian Brito, and joining (laughs) me, as always, is Mr. John Chapman. What's up,
0: John? What's up, man? Uh, This is going to be a fun episode. Lots of tequila. Uh, We're going to trash talk some teams, uh, probably your team, it's going to get weird. Uh, Yeah, it's going to get weird, mostly because we're both
2: drinking straight tequila.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I I think that's the point we are in our life. And Can I say something? I want to say something. Yeah. Um, Why are you drinking straight tequila? Because I know why I'm doing it, Um, and I think we have similar answers, perhaps? Are you depressed as well? No, I'm oh, just t- <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke, bad joke. Not yet. No, um, uh, trying to lose weight. And uh, I got to say, man, Brito has freaking – you're a sexy son of a bitch right now, man. 103 and so, pounds. Uh, you kind of inspired me a little bit. So I have also stopped drinking beer because the calories and dieting and exercise a lot more. I've right? lost about 15 pounds over the last nice. six weeks, which I'm, I'm pumped about. What number are you nice. at?
2: 103. Fuck.
0: <laughs> you don't weigh 103, you lost 103. Yes, um, I
2: lost 103. Let's clarify that. My that, penis itself weighs 103
0: pounds. So. Very true, very true. So congrats there. But yeah, I found just drinking straight uh, liquor is much more healthy calorie-wise than uh, drinking beer. So yeah, straight tequila. Um. Yeah, I I mean
2: I would agree with you, but like, I'm kind of cheating today and I'm having a slice of pizza while we talk.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I could tell that you can hear it oh yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm sure sorry. the listening audience loves this. so this is eat sleep Fantasy. New york we got style. a lot of stuff just cheese oh it's and- kind of greasy <laughs> i don't believe in new york style at all man but we've got some good stuff we're gonna go over some news and top five offenses for 2019 and bottom five offenses the ones to avoid let's jump into some news Brito. take it away sir by
2: the way, I just want to point out, you took all the fun out of my top five game, and you applied it to fantasy, and like, that's not the point of the game. And then you wrote an article on it, like, yeah, no, yeah, now we have a podcast on it. Anyways, yeah, news, fantasy football news. There is um, a little bit of news, I guess, this uh, this season. I think the biggest one we got to talk about again, the Zeke holdout.
0: Ugh, it's getting worse, man.
2: It looks like it's getting worse, man. So, the latest thing that came out on Friday, and this is coming from the Star-Telegram, is that, and this is straight from the horse's mouth, Jerry Jones's mouth, his nickname should be the horse, by the way, (laughs) straight from the horse's mouth, is that he said the Zeke holdout could last, quote-unquote, months into the season. And so, they're far apart in their talks. We saw what happened last year with Le'Veon Bell. How worried are you, let's just say this is the disaster scale, about Ezekiel Elliott now?
0: I think I'm a volcano, which I believe is a four, um, which is where I'd put it. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I think he's going to have to show up. I think all of the – everything's on the side of the Cowboys. He has zero leverage because he has two years left on his deal. So um, I don't know. Maybe something gets worked out, but – it's it's not Melvin Ingram, I'll tell you that one. Melvin Ingram is freaking scary. Okay.
2: And we're back. John literally made me stop the podcast because I was eating. Uh, that That is those true. Of you, for those of you unaware, I do things a lot of times uh, for the joke. Um, John <laughs> did not take that joke lightly. John is actually visibly uncomfortable in front of me. Uh, so we had to stop the show so I could finish eating my pizza, and now I don't know what to do with my tequila because I need to take a sip at some point. Oh, but like,
0: drinking is okay. The drinking's fine. You can drink. It's just – I'm the type of person. I'll go to a movie theater. I will walk up to a human being and tell them to chew with their mouth closed like in the movies.
2: Yeah. Um, your, your dick is what you are. I, I don't
0: do it in a mean way. I just walk up and I say, hey, um, sorry to bother you. Would you mind please chewing with your mouth closed? I can hear you over the incredible fucking Hulk, you monster. <laughs> so, usually it goes well.
2: Okay. More kind of concerns on this list. Antonio Brown, still not practicing, still kind of sidelined with a foot injury. Um
0: it's been said that he has blisters on his feet? He posted a picture on his Instagram, which is really gross. This is the second time, by the way, that Antonio Brown has posted gross pictures of his feet on his Instagram. But he had to go see a specialist about this. So a, a little bit more cause for concern than I think um, you know we would have thought originally. Now, the good thing is this. Um, Hard Knocks airs next Tuesday. So we are pretty close to that and they are with the raiders and i am pretty pumped about getting a little bit more information because it's going to be very antonio brown and john gruden uh, centric so um, this is something that's interesting he he'll be able to play no problem there but you don't want this to linger on for sure um in in more news uh
2: it seems like perhaps there is a Bit of a death of the Ricky Seals-Jones hype for anybody who was a truther for him, which, I mean, it's like three guys at this point. But if you were, the Cardinals released their first depth chart, and he's the third tight end on their depth chart. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's basically the writing is on the wall. Now, I will say the depth chart that they put out, the Cardinals, is crazy because Kevin White is listed as a starter. um so there's that um you have Keyshawn Johnson who's making a lot of headlines he's you know shooting up um ADP charts and all those things but the the two people that are not showing out is Andy Isabella and Hakeem Butler Hakeem Butler seems like he's going to be a red zone specific guy um but yeah Keyshawn Johnson uh cousin no relation sorry to the Keyshawn Johnson this is Keyshawn number two but um him and Kevin White worth a late 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 round flyer if you have a deep league
2: all right I got two more pieces of news and then before I get there do you have any takeaways at all from the hall of fame game
0: Yes, um, <laughs> I'm a, I, I, I'm the weird dude that was like pumped up. Like I made my kids put away their phones, sit yeah, down and not. watch this uh, because I love it, man. I, I love football. So as far as fantasy relevance, Noah Fant is going to be legit. And did he have like a good statistical game as far as catches and things like that? No, he didn't. But um, he was out there to start the game and he could block like he's a boss, man usually with tight ends especially rookie tight ends they don't get a lot of work the receiving ones because they're a, kind of a casualty or they hinder the offense whenever it comes to blocking that's not going to be a case with an Iowa tight end so Noah Fant like I fully expect him to be out there the first snap and be very heavily involved in that offense whether it's blocking or receiving so that's the number one fantasy thing I took away number two is Drew Locke sucks so yeah
2: alright I got a piece of news here that I want to spend some time on and I think uh, I want to leave it for last so second to last I'll talk about Dale's boy which I think is an inconsequential move Cameron Meredith after being cut by the Saints has signed with the
0: Patriots that's a big who cares from me do you care not at all i mean you've got joshua gordon i don't know if this is your last piece of news or not but um he's applied for reinstatement today so that's a possibility this is what the patriots do they probably lead the nfl in transactions during the preseason because they will just see about every single tight end and every single running back and every single wide receiver and so they bring them in see what they got and turn it over. And yep. the, the problem that I have is this. Cameron Meredith is coming from the Saints that has the least amount of depth up top at the wide receiver position. It's literally just Michael Thomas and a bunch of dudes. So the fact that he couldn't catch on there is a huge red flag. So, yep.
2: Dale, he stinks. All right. Yeah. Spencer Ware moved to the reserve slash pup list. Colts are kicking the tires. On some running backs, Jay Ajayi, Mike Gillisley. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with the Colts' run game here? Because everybody is just seemingly
0: all in on Marlon Mack. Are you a Marlon Mack guy this year? Uh, from a fantasy standpoint, not as much as Dell. From a football standpoint, 100%. Uh, I've read a crazy stat to where, um, you know, Marlon Mack missed four games last year. The Colts went zero and four when Marlon Mack played. I think they went twelve and zero. Is that right? I think that's correct. They went twelve and four. I think last year, or eleven and one. So that's they won every set. game he suited up in. But the problem is this: what they want to do again? Think about where the head coach is coming from. The Philadelphia Eagles. They want four to five backs that excel at one or two small things and that's what they do so Marlon Mack is going to be their big play guy then you have Naheem Hines that's going to get a lot of targets and receptions and then it's a combination between Justin Wilkins who's probably got the spot now and then whoever they bring in so they want more than just three running backs they'll have four to five active a week especially with special teams but um they're going to use everybody that's back there. So they're going to sign somebody. It shouldn't affect where Marlon Mack is being drafted right now. But if your idea is Marlon Mack is going to be a top 10 fantasy running back, you need to check yourself a little bit. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Casa Amigos, helping people wreck themselves since, man, like four years ago. It's pretty new, actually.
2: Yeah. Before that, I drank Patron, which is okay. Nah. You don't like Patron?
0: Nope. Nope. I know you hate Cuervo. I won't touch Cuervo. Like, you couldn't pay me $100 to drink Cuervo. I will get so sick. I'll get sick.
2: That's funny, actually. I'm gonna make you drink Cuervo in
0: Vegas. You better bring a lot of money, my friend.
2: Is that all it takes? Money to get you to do stuff?
0: Um, no. I'll do things just for whatever. Uh okay. quick! Yeah, so just to, trying to figure out how much it would take. For I'm to gonna tell family. you a quick story. There was one time in lunch in middle school where like kids like didn't eat their food and they made like this stupid contraption like on their plate, and they were like, "Hey Chapman, I dare you to eat this." And I was like, "Man, I don't want to eat that." And they're like, "Dude, I'll give you a dollar." And I was like, "Dude, if it's that big of a deal to you, I'll eat it, whatever." For the story, and so I ate it, and then everybody called me Fat Chap, and then from there on it was like, just ask Chapman, he'll eat anything. And I fucking ate it one time. But uh, yeah, it stuck around. So I love yeah, the bro. story.
2: Let's move on. We are going to get into your top five, bottom five, because John made a new thing here. We got a new segment: top five, bottom five.
0: It, this is not like affect your top five, whatever. Yes,
2: we, no, it does. Now we've <laughs> added to it bottom five. Okay, okay, you ready for it? Like so, it's lists that are like more extended. Now we can start having a top five, bottom five. Okay, so, this like is top seven. Real quick, give different? me like bottom five uh places to shop bottom like five. bottom five kmart hey oh. Kmart. you are just a knockoff walmart
0: yeah walmart i i have not been inside a walmart in over eight years i had to recently and i regretted it i purchased nothing but i was with a friend that wanted to go and i was like dude i just don't want to go in there it stresses me out um i don't want to go in there i don't like cvs's or walgreens what? don't want to touch those okay nope. so you just gave like walmart's in my top five like, I love Walmart. Jesus Christ. You like Coldplay and Walmart? And Jesus. Mission Impossible, if you haven't heard. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: You're awful. For those of you that are not aware, Ugh. I like Mission Impossible movies, and John was a high school football coach. So, just you need to know those two things. They'll be on podcast
0: trivia for sure. All right. Can we just move on? I hate this conversation already. Let's talk football, damn it. Top
2: five. Top five. Yes. So, What we're going to do here right now, John is going to tell you his top five offenses, counting them down from five to one, his top five offenses, and then
0: his bottom five offenses. Yes. Yeah. And I've got a little extras in there, but I wanted to give you guys just kind of a snapshot of 2018 quickly. And so whenever you say top five offenses, it means lots of things. You can go by points scored or total yards gained. Okay, so uh, people will manipulate that whatever. So uh, for 2018, the top um, offenses. So Chiefs were number one in both categories, most points and yards. Rams were number two in both of those. Mm-hmm. Then it starts to mix up a little bit. The Saints scored the third most points, but the eighth most yards. Pats were fourth most points, fifth most yards. Colts, fifth most yards, seven um, for points. So those are your top five. A couple honorable mentions. The Bucks were actually third in yards, but 12th in points. So I included Kay. them. Uh, that's a little bit of a surprise. Um, the Bucks got the third most yards. It fits magic, baby. Yeah. Oh, Jameis Winston too. They both just aired it out. And the Steelers had the fourth most yards and sixth most points. So we look at those seven and then you kinda judge that. I feel like the Steelers lost the most, um, from this group. I agree. So I they're the like, kind of maybe an honorable mention, top ten offense, but not I don't think they're going to be top five this year in either of those categories. Okay, so here's what's going to happen for 2019. I'm going to start with my number five. I'm going to give you my number five team, and you're going to say agree or disagree, and then we're going to battle. Cool? Okay. Howard? Okay,
2: that's fine. I'm I'm iffy on the battle part, but okay.
0: Okay, number five for fifth best offense in 2019, I have the Green Bay Packers. Agree or disagree?
2: I literally was going to say, if you put Green Bay on this list— They don't deserve to be on this list. Okay, why do they not deserve it? Where were they in points per game last year? That's all you need to know. They were barely, barely above the middle of the pack. They were 14th. They don't capitalize on their yards. 5,900 yards last year. I don't see that going up. Green Bay is not a top-five offense in
0: 2019. so, So here's why I would disagree with you. They are changing the way that they run offense. They brought over a new head coach who coached with uh, (coughs) Kyle Shanahan and was with St. Louis last year. So I – oop, damn it. Uh, Not with St. Louis. Sorry. He was with the Titans. I apologize. Uh, But the same coaching tree brought to you by – New drop
2: idea. Hold on. New drop idea. Are you familiar with the N.I. No. Okay. We have like a bunch of listeners that are familiar with what I just said. Dale, find that. That's a new drop. Whenever we make a mistake, that's my exclusive drop, I Oop. Okay,
0: but yeah, so Matt LaFleur, he's going to be the new Green Bay head coach, and I really do think that he's going to be able to make the entire offense fit what Aaron Rodgers does both and move the ball around a lot. So um, I love that his coaching pedigree is what it is, and I just, man, I hate to say it, it, I love what they have on offense. I think MVS takes a huge leap this year. But I like it. I like the Packers at five. Number four, I have the Chargers. Agree or disagree? Agree. Ooh, that's not fun.
2: Why do you agree? Uh, I see that offense taking a nice little step forward. They were eh, just outside the top ten last year. They were only ten yards behind Carolina. I think you add Hunter Henry, you add a couple pieces – uh, and uh, it just makes them crack that top five.
0: Yeah, I like it, cracking. Um, number three, I have the Indianapolis Colts moving from number five to number three. I freaking love this offense. I,
2: I agree. I, I think they might be in my top two.
0: Yeah. Now, and so I just copy and paste it from last year. I have the Chiefs number one and the Rams number two. I definitely see both of those teams putting up crazy numbers. They, I think they both you've have, missed a team in this in this list, by the way. I, I think they're in my honorable mention category. And but, is it is it the Saints
2: that you that you think I'm
0: talking about? No, I left the Saints out. Yeah,
2: so they're not in your honorable mentions either.
0: No, they're not.
2: Wow, yeah. I'm shocked. The Saints would probably be my two. Okay. Um, If not the Colts, it would be between those two. I'm keeping Kansas City one. I I don't like your Green Bay in there. Um, I like the Chargers in there. I think they take a step forward. And if we're talking about points per game, the Chargers were tied for six last year. Um, Why do you think the Saints do not belong in this list? Because I think that's important here.
0: So the Saints were involved in a lot of shootouts last year. Their defense didn't catch on until around week eight. After week eight, they were one of the best um, defenses in the NFL and in the playoffs. And so in order to win a lot of early games, the Saints were in shootouts. But they kind of changed their script a little bit and became much more ball controlled. Their red zone efficiency is one of the best in the NFL. And they don't turn the ball over. But... Um, I really do think that they're going to not necessarily slow things down. I don't think that's the right terminology. But the idea of going back and forth in shootouts, I don't think it's going to be that anymore. I think that's that fair. their idea is like a 21 to 17, 21 to 14 type game instead of the 35 to 31. Games.
2: That's gross. I was going to say I could see them taking a small step back and not have the 31 and a half points per game. And go down to maybe 28 or 27 points per game, but that would still put them as a top five team.
0: Yeah, I have no problem if you have them up there. I do have their offense taking a big step back, though. I just, I, I struggle with them maintaining that efficiency that they had last year. I just don't see it personally. But um, again, I can be wrong. Um, I do love Drew Brees as an NFL talent. Alvin Kamara. And, you know, obviously their wide receiver, Michael Thomas, I think is great. But I I just don't think that that's how they're going to win. If they're involved in a shootout, I think that's why they lost the game, you know, against the Rams. You could blame it on the officials or whatever. But if you leave a game up to the officials, if you leave it to where it's so close that the officials can screw you, that's your fault. Um, And also, like, that's just not how they're going to win. Um, I I think that they have to change the way that they manage games. I think they have the best roster in the NFL, but you need to play to your strength, not the Rams, not the Chiefs, not those types of teams. I I just don't see it.
2: Now let's focus a little bit on your top two here because both of those top two had tremendous impacts, in my opinion, from the running back position, and both of those are kind of iffy. For those teams moving forward into 2019, so let's talk a little bit about the Rams and Todd Gurley. What do you see happening with Gurley? Is he going to be healthy all the all this season long? Is he going to be limited all season long? And how then does that affect the offense?
0: I think the fact that he showed up on training camp day one was one of the best signs any of the Gurley or Rams truthers could have had. So uh, my concerns for Todd Gurley are, hey, he's going to get 70 to 80% of his workload. That's fine. Uh, they're running back depth after that. I have no issues with either. You know, they drafted John Kelly late last year who has a lot of talent. They go get Darrell Henderson this year early. Um, I think that those guys can definitely make up for what's there. So I, I'm not really worried about that. And here's the deal. I mean, that offense is stacked. And one of my favorite things that the Rams do is if a starter goes down, they have somebody in place. If a wide, one of their starting three wide receivers goes down, Josh Reynolds proved last year he yep. can step in right away. And Best I think, receiving
2: corps in, in football, you
0: think? Um, they don't have a lot of top end talent. Like I don't oh, think Brandon that
2: Brandon Cooks is a top end talent, man. I
0: I don't think he's a top 12 wide receiver. Oh, I disagree. Um, like as far as one just of the more NFL underrated,
2: talent. yeah, one of the more underrated
0: wide receivers in, in football. <laughs> he's great. I, I'm not saying he's bad, but I what I mean by like here's what I'm gonna say: they have a lot of wide receivers in that 12 to 30 ranking,
2: right? Which yeah. I love. They've got three wide receivers. If yeah. you if you don't count Brandon Cooks in the top 12, they I got think three in the top thirty. is
0: the best wide receiver they have personally. Uh, I disagree. Oh, I love that. I love the way he plays, man.
2: And then the Cooper Cup gets you know
0: he's. People stop guarding him because he's white. But um, (laughs) he's just good against zone. If you just just manned up and you put a freaking – if you just put one of your best corners on him, man, he disappeared, which is exactly what the Patriots did. They said, screw this zone over the middle BS. We're going to man up. They put their number two corner on Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl and – Oh well, he was injured. Sorry, it was Josh Reynolds in the Super Bowl, but still uh, that disappeared that slot position. Like they just took it out of the game. But
2: yeah. So, okay. And then let's let's have the same conversation now for the Chiefs. So, you don't see any much of anything changing for the Rams. Let's talk about the Chiefs. Mahomes had an otherworldly 2018 season. Um And Kareem Hunt was great last year. So let's take this piece by piece for this offense because you see them still being the number one offense
0: next year. I do. I really, really do. The offensive line is basically returning. Um, They lost a center, like a backup center at best, but whatever. And here's the issue. You know, that offense runs because of two people predominantly. Okay. Andy Reid is number one and Patrick Mahomes is number two you could say Kelsey is number three whatever you can keep going down that list but as long as Andy Reid is anywhere in the NFL it is going to be a very high volume offense because he's very creative and he schemes very very well I one of the interesting you know kind of hidden statistics is Andy Reid's record off of a buy is the best like in NFL history the guy like he he prepares very very well and so as long as those two are there i have no problems now they had some concerns with tyreek hill whatever i don't want to get into that um yeah kareem hunt's gone yes this is a yeah. team that loves domestic abusers they trade yeah for frank all the tyreek stuff has like, been beat to death oh geez awesome that was good that was really good
2: i'm um, sorry and we've been kicking around all the kareem hunt stuff forever so let's wow. just let's just move on
0: that was good as well you're doing really well you got any frank clark jokes
2: No, frankly, I
0: don't. (laughs) Solid. Um, Anyway, so Damian Williams is out with a hamstring, and Andy Reid came out today and said, very frustrated sounding, Um, Carlos Hyde's looked great. I don't think any running back that you put back there is going to be successful because they will never face a loaded box ever. Um, So are they as good as Kareem Hunt? I don't think so, but they don't have to be that okay. offense is going to operate like clockwork. Uh, it's going to be really, really good. And they improved their wide receiver core, which is crazy to think of with Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill. They go get me Cole Hardman. Um, I, I really think good things are ahead for this offense. And, of course, Travis Kelsey, second best tight end in the NFL. Uh, you got to give him his dues. Wait,
2: who's the best?
0: Kittle, George Oh, Kittle. get the fuck out of here, fucking homer. He's much better blocker than Kelsey, and he broke the all-time record for most receiving yards in his second year with a third-string quarterback. Yeah, I'm good.
2: Hasn't, uh, hasn't Kelsey been the number one tight end for three years in a row?
0: For fantasy, yes.
2: Okay, I'm done. And, <clears throat> number one, baby. You can't beat it. If you ain't first, you're last.
0: In fantasy, yes. If you ain't first, you're last. Well, where did Travis Kelsey finish his first two years as? That's not the argument. Let's move on. Fuck. Okay. All right, Eat Nation, the fantasy football season is about to start. Drafts are getting started as the preseason and training camp rolls through, and we have something for you that's going to help you no matter what, and that is Fantasy Go. Whether you want to make money or you want to get better at fantasy, this is the site for you. Head over to fantasygo.com. You get to pick. Do you want to be an analyst or do you want help? Uh, very, very easy to sign up. It's very awesome website. It's very streamlined. And all you do is you pick which category you want to be in. If you want to be an analyst, you get paid to help other people with their fantasy football decisions. If you are a person that's tired of getting made fun of in your office pool or your family pool or whatever, you just click on that you want help and it, you get a pick. The analysts that you want and the price points and all those things are there. A lot of the Eat Sleep Fantasy writers and owners are on there as well, and you can pick us if you would like that help. But head over there, fantasygo.com. The site is fully functional and ready to go. Go make some money or get better in fantasy. Good luck. Head over to fantasygo.com. I
2: tried to move on before you got deeper
0: here. <laughs> I love I don't Kelsey, know. If you wanted to know Kelsey. that
2: information, you know where you could find out, John? You can go to our website easily it's a website and then you can click on on the top we've got this thing called fantasy finishes chart by john chapman then you could sort that i feel like i do this on every episode by the way i don't Literally know why you
0: do it episode. but it's turned into a bit and i kind of like it
2: all right and then you go and you click tight end and then you can see travis kelsey 2015 he was number eight
0: i like it i like it so he was good now uh before we jump off of the top projected offenses I do have four honorable mentions uh, along with the Saints which you brought up the Falcons bucks Texans and Vikings I think could all make an appearance uh, in this top five
2: okay I'm gonna need you to explain one to me because I can potentially see it but I need it explained to me so I can understand explain the bucks to me
0: So um, they go get Bruce Arians, Mm -hmm. and he is one of the great offensive play callers. And again, if we look at what happened last year, the Bucks had the third most yards in the NFL, even though they were abysmal. Um, they still have a terrible defense, and one of the things that is interesting to me is if you have a bad defense, it usually helps your offense create more yards, because you're in more shootouts, you have to play catch-up, things like that. So while I have the Bucks being one of the worst teams in the NFL, I do think that that offense will do very, very well. And they are going to throw the ball a ton. Um, their wide receivers, you know, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, I think are just going to dominate. I could see both surpassing 1,000 yards with ease. So um, I, I just really like that offense. Now, interceptions, sacks, uh, lack of a running game, that's going to hurt, but they're going to have to air it out. Okay. All right. And then
2: tell me a little bit about some of these honorable mentions that you mentioned honorably.
0: That was good. Uh, The Falcons, you know, they go get Dirk Cutter back as an offensive coordinator. And the Falcons' offense has been legit. They were top 10 last year um, in points scored. And I think the return of Devontae Freeman, if he can stay healthy, they upgraded their offensive line in the draft. They spent two high picks on O linemen. I really do think their wide receiver core, you know, we talked about some of the best ones. They've got to be up there. Julio, he's a top three wide receiver, guaranteed. Calvin Ridley. Uh, top five?
2: Top five? Question top, mark?
0: He's top three. Top five. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my game. You don't think he's top five? The game is called top five. You want to do top five? Top five wide receivers, go. Okay, NFL quality wide receivers, not yes, fantasy-wise. Not fantasy? Just go. Yes. Okay, number one, DeAndre Hopkins. I hate that you start with one. Count it down. No. It's my list. You asked my list. DeAndre (laughs) DeAndre Hopkins, one. Julio Jones, two. Oh, I already disagree with your list. That's okay. Devontae Adams, three. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm saying this. Odell Beckham, four. And I'm saying Michael Thomas 5 I left Antonio Brown off the Why list. Why
2: is Antonio Brown not on your list? Because
0: he was the most intercepted wide receiver when targeted last year. Oh my god, year. that's not his fault. That's yes, fucking is. Big Ben being not good. That's fine, and the and fact that- And forcing the ball. He is a bad teammate, also affects that as well. Um, oh, that's my list, that's my list. Why is list. Juju
2: not on your list?
0: I like Juju, um, he's honorable mention. I think he can be up there, I do like Juju a lot.
2: Top five, counting down from five. Number five, Devonte Adams. Number four, Odell Beckham. Number three, Michael Thomas. Number two, Antonio Brown, and number
0: one, DeAndre Hopkins. You left Julio Jones hey, off of three. your. No, he no, wasn't. number four. I'm sorry, number four. No, he wasn't. You number didn't say five. Julio. You did not say Julio. Who
2: did I? Who did I put in at five? You man? don't even know your damn list.
0: I feel like I need to rewind the tape. I'm pretty sure I said Julio. You said Antonio. You said <laughs> this is going to cause a problem. I can. All right, tell. take
2: out Devontae Adams and put Julio in. Okay, <clears throat> fair.
0: that's fair. Yeah, I just skipped Julio. I forget. That's okay. That's okay. All right. So anyway, now let's jump to the negative side. Are you? I feel like you're. Much more. I a need a guy. little more tequila for this because this is going to be a lot
2: of Miami Dolphins.
0: <sighs> they're bad. Can you believe the Miami Dolphins had the seventh <laughs> worst offense uh, points in 2018? I believe it. And
2: they were seven and nine because yeah. they tried last year. You know what they're not doing this year? They're not going to try. The Dolphins are going to win two games.
0: I'm ready for it. I am ready for the tequila on Sundays this fall. It's going to be rough, man. Just wear your Alabama to a jersey. It'll make you feel better. So,
2: I would never fuck Alabama. Ugh,
0: yeah, that's a worse the worst state. The
2: school and the state.
0: Yep, I'm with you, man. It's Top five
2: worst states. Alabama, number five. Number four, Alabama. Number three, Alabama. <laughs> number two, Alabama. And number one, Birmingham,
0: Alabama. The funny thing is if you gave that list in Alabama, they would not notice that um, there were supposed to be different states on each one.
2: Yeah. They'd just be like, how dare you, partner? No, that's, I don't that's know. Why Texas. I
0: partner that's Texas. Yeah. That's Texas. Yeah. Well, they're the only ones. Uh,
2: I'm drunk, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's keep going with drunk burritos. So let's look at 2018 the worst offenses. And so just understand whenever we give. So the Cardinals, first off, you have to start. Like the Cardinals were so bad. Like, how bad were they? Uh, they were 800 <laughs> yards worse than the number two one. I, that was good. So I had I no joke. That, though, like, I had no joke. The Cardinals are so bad. How bad How were bad they? How
2: bad were they?
0: Alabama could count the total number of yards on Damn, one hand. Son, yeah, that's that's a that's about, that yeah, i'm That's a good joke. That's a
2: good joke. 14 points a game for Alabama. Yes. I mean, for Arizona, might as well have been the
0: same team last year. One of the probably worst probably offenses the in NFL the history. Uh, yeah. They were awful, awful, awful. So if they finished. Don't reach 4,000
2: total yards on the season. Not passing yards. Total yards of offense on the season. That's bad.
0: Yeah. They were just dead last in every statistical category, and it's not close. With really any of them. Besides interceptions. They they uh, did not finish last in interceptions. Um, so, yeah. So, well, here we go. Cards were dead last in total yards and total points. The Jaguars finished second in points and sixth in yards. Again, these are second from last. Bills were third in both categories. The Redskins were fourth in points and fifth in yards. Raiders fifth in points and tenth in yards. So, that's the top five. They were abysmal. Uh, I'm going to give you my I
2: can get. I don't want you to read the list to me on top five worst for 2019 but when you get there i'm going to give you my list
0: of what i think your list is going to be okay well i'm there the honorable mention for 2018 were the dolphins and jets they were just abysmal so uh go ahead man let's hear your top five and i'll say yay or nay if they are on my list Uh, at five worst i'd put the dolphins they are on my list but not at five At
2: four, I will put the Cincinnati Bengals. They made my honorable mention. Okay. At three, I will put
0: the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Honorable mention again. At two, I will
2: put the Tennessee Titans. They are on my list. And at one, I will put the New
0: York Giants. The Giants are on my list as well. All right, so I got most of it. You did. You got most of it. You didn't say Dolphins. Yeah, there were five. Oh, yeah. So, uh, my five is the Giants, the New York okay. football Giants. Um, yeah, good they're call. pretty rough.
2: Yep. This yeah. list makes me uncomfortable. It's bad, man. It's and- bad. We should have started with the bad news, then gotten to, like, the good news. This is, like, depressing. This is, like, what you want to stay away from in fantasy, but, like... Sometimes you can't you got to draft the sterling Shepard even though his thumb is fucked up and you don't know who his quarterback's going to be and the offense is bad and you know maybe you got Saquon Barkley in, in Dynasty and I don't know why I'm talking like this I I
0: I I like why you're talking like that it's because you're thinking about penises but the main reason why we go through this is who to avoid and so what you have to do is you have to target the high volume plays in this offense and we'll talk about each one of those so the giants their bottom five offense it's going to be awful however saquon barkley is going to get his no matter what we saw that last year sterling shepherd evan ingram their volume will be high outside of that it's a guessing game um so um, number four, I have the Tennessee Titans, which you had on there as well. Is there anybody on this team that you would like to have in your fantasy team? Not like you're targeting them, but like if they fall far enough, you're like, all right, I guess. Uh,
2: only the running back? I mean, there, there's, there's not much else there. I don't think I would draft a single a single wide receiver on their team. I'm not I'm not touching it. But Derrick Henry, I think I have inside my top 20. So if he's falling 18, 20, if I see him fall out of the top 20 running backs, I'm definitely taking Derrick Henry because the one thing the Titans did decently last year was run the ball, especially
0: towards the second half of the year. Okay, let me ask you this then: With the previous team, the Giants and the Titans, who would you rather have if you're on the clock and these are your two choices, Corey Davis or Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard. I hate Corey Davis. Hmm.
2: They if, are going if he's healthy. If he's healthy,
0: they're going three picks apart from each other yes. in the ninth round. So, yeah. I yeah. am not a Corey Davis guy. I'm sorry. I think that Corey Davis has a higher ceiling. I think. Um, but the if you're in a PPR a half point PPR Sterling Shepard's so much safer. Um, anyway,
2: all right. Rushing yards per game last year, at Tennessee was seventh in the league. It's the one decent part of their offense.
0: And that's based on volume. I don't even think it's like high yards per carry. It's just they. Just it's
2: just keep totally team. rushing yards per game is all yeah. I'm looking at.
0: Yeah. Number three, I have the Jags. What say you, sir? Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Name a star.
0: Fournette. <laughs> that's going to be it. Uh,
2: is he a star? You think he's a star?
0: His draft. He was top 10 running back picked in the draft. Okay. His play has not. They, I do think that he could lead the NFL in touches this year, though, if he stays healthy and not dumb.
2: So Jacksonville is not top half. Now, I'm not talking about top 10. They're not top half in anything. Not rushing yards per game not points per game not rushing, not passing yeah. yards a game not total yards per game nothing are they in the top half of the league they don't do anything well that's why they deserve to be on this list but yeah they are the most I, I think they're the most offense outside of the Tennessee <laughs>
0: Titans they're the most offense in the league I don't know I think uh, there's one more team that I think will pass oh, that not this on, next man. one this next team will be more entertaining, but the Dolphins. I um, you disagree with me on this. I have them number two overall. I hate their offensive line. I think their wide receiver their offensive court. line sucks. But you saw what happened with Fitzmagic last year. I think he can still chuck the ball. He's not going to start the whole year. He'll start the first half when they're no longer in playoff contention. They will start Josh Rosen, and then it's going to get bad. Yes, but don't
2: interception yards count, too?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you this. uh, Fitzmatrick's going to throw more interceptions than Rosen. He's the interception leader, man. But, yeah, I hate the Dolphins. Like, this is the only team where I'm like, I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody. You think the Dolphins,
2: uh, at some point this year when they wanted to tank, like, wanted to see if they could uh, claim Nathan Peterman – But then thought, nah, that's too obvious.
0: Yeah. And so they
2: went with Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: Did you see Gruden's comments like two days ago on Nathan Peterman?
2: No, what were they?
0: He's like, oh, this guy's growing on me, man. He's growing on me. Oh, my God. He wants to lose. What the fuck? Yeah, he's a dumbass. John,
2: I have officially with this last sip that I'm about to take. (laughs) Finished.
0: Finished my glass of tequila. I like it, man. I am still... I'm halfway through. Um, I had a pretty big glass, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good, Did you
2: see my cup? It is the size of my fist.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of gay references in one sentence. Um, That's okay.
2: Dude, what is it with you and the the gay stuff? Oh, no. I'm pro-gay. You're pro-gay? Pro-gay. I'm so fucking (laughs) pro-gay that I fucking... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> married one or some she gonna say that next pod eh, we'll see it'd be nice to have a man around the house i'll tell you honestly that. though i kind of envy those dudes sometimes yeah
0: yep all right and the worst can we keep that <laughs> oh no uh, who oh, have we go. pissed off this episode um alabama <laughs> walmart homosexuals. It's funny,
2: it's funny that we insult both Alabama and the gays. Like, at least you know we're not picking a side. That's right. That's right. Because all the gays in Alabama had to
0: leave because it's Alabama. Yeah. Alright, can we can we finish this list? No. Okay, yes. Go for it. The worst offense in the 2019 year, the Washington Redskins.
2: Huh. Okay. I... Didn't expect them to be the worst on your list, but I I don't see it. Tell me why. Who I don't is see their them as the very worst here. Huh? Let's
0: start there. Who's their quarterback? Keenum. I don't no. think it's gonna be him. No, it's gonna be I think Haskins. Gonna be, Keenum. I think it's gonna be Haskins, and then maybe McCoy. McCoy took the first starter snaps, but whatever. Um, oh, if it's. Uh, Oh, God. I think I just gagged.
2: It's not going to be McCoy. I don't He took the first day. Um, There's no way. There's no way. That's like a, hey, the other guys need to step up kind of thing. Yeah, I think you're
0: right. But their wide receivers are awful. I'm going to give you a bold
2: take. Bold take. Bold take. Go. Case Keenum is not a bad quarterback. With those
0: which receivers he is. Dude, they're bottom five wide receivers. Who's their receivers? We don't even know who their starters are. The only starter we know is Trey Quinn. That's it. Okay. Trey Quinn starting the slot. That's been announced. Outside of that. You still think
2: that, this is worse than the Giants? Is it just because you love Barkley in that offense and that's it?
0: Yeah, I think this is way worse than the Giants across the board. The only good thing that they have on this team was uh, one of the best left tackles in the NFL, and they've completely (laughs) screwed that over. No, this team sucks. Josh Dodson. I
2: I can see it because they haven't moved in the right direction, and I'm looking at their yards, total yards last year, they were fourth worst in the league. So if they take a little bit of a move back, yeah, man, they're like bottom two. I see it. I see it.
0: Yeah. See? Okay. We arrived. right.
2: And uh, they were also fourth worst in points per game. I I wasn't aware of this being this bad. This is sad. This is sad. I'm sorry, uh, Washington.
0: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's what anything, I got. Uh,
2: anything optimistic. Give me one good thing about the Redskins' offense in 2019?
0: I believe that Gruden is a very good quarterback's coach. Um, I do believe that. The problem is he has the worst GM in the NFL. Um, The only good thing that will happen is they will be able to run the ball fairly well with Adrian Peterson and, guys, if he is healthy. But um, that's it, man. That's it. All right. I'm
2: going to give you a difficult question to answer. Which of these bottom five teams for 2019? All right, we're looking long term here. We're looking real long term. We're gonna. This is a dynasty question. Which of these bottom five teams for 2019? The Dolphins, the Redskins, the Titans, Jags, the and, Jags and I'm and the Arizona was five Giants. four Giants. The Giants. Okay, so it's Giants. Which of those teams will not be in the bottom five list? for 2020
0: I think I'm going to say the Giants and the only reason why I'm going to say the Giants is because they actually have a very good offensive line Their tight end I think is top five in the NFL and young Sterling Shepard is decent and young um, they're going to have they have one of the best running backs already Daniel Jones will step in I don't think he's going to be great but uh, he'll be more dynamic than Eli. So uh, that, that would be the one just because the offensive line. They Actually, the Giants have a good O-line.
2: And then let's do the reverse question of those top five offenses that you mentioned, Kansas City, L.A., Indy, the other L.A. and the Chargers, and then who did I miss? Packers there? Uh, were five. The Packers. Which of those teams is least likely to be there
0: in 2020? 2020? Uh, I, the Chargers because if uh, Rivers is gone, Geno Smith, <laughs> Easton Stick, um, I, I think that's huge because Philip Rivers is a beast. The other ones will keep their quarterbacks for the yeah, for
2: What? Who does? Uh ah, you said Philip Rivers is a beast. I said just ask his wife. Oh, I see. Because you know he has a lot of kids and stuff, and a lot of babies. Lots of babies.
0: Mormons. <clears throat> Is he Mormon? No, but they have lots of kids.
2: Is Antonio Cromartie a Mormon?
0: (laughs) Not allowed to be.
2: (laughs) Didn't he have a vasectomy (laughs) instead?
0: had two kids
2: afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) This guy needs to ask some questions. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta be asking questions, Cromartie. Some of those kids ain't yours. I don't know,
0: man. I think... I don't know. I'm staying away. All right, last question, who has the smallest and who has the biggest penis in the NFL? Okay, I'm back again to tell you just a little bit more about Nitrogen Sports. Again, the online Bitcoin sports betting site that's so easy to get your money out. Uh, It's one of the newest, best ways so that you can sports bet and get the profits that you need. And if you are somewhat hesitant, head over there and give it a shot. They have... Free pools, absolute free buy-in, no gimmicks, no anything, with guarantees around $2,000 in prizes for the winner. So if you just want to test it out and see how it works, click on their sport that you want to bet on, which they have every sport, NFL, NBA, NHL, soccer, tennis, mixed martial arts, whatever it is you want to bet on, they have that. Try their free pools to get started, and once you get more comfortable, they have everything all the way up to high stakes nitrogen pool which basically it's a one full bitcoin buy-in equivalent to about ten thousand dollars so whatever you're willing to risk and whatever it is that gets your blood pumping nitrogen sports has what you need head over to nitrogen sports.eu and get started today and make sure you let them know eat sleep fantasy sent you their way
1: yeah Eat, sleep, and sleep